Hey, kinksters. I'm pleased to say that Sophia Gray has got the perfect gift for you, our favorite friends of the podcast. Starting in March, use the promo code SGSHOW at checkout for 10% off all seller memberships and buyer coins packages on sophiagray.com. That's S-G-S-H-O-W. Thanks so much for listening. And now on with the show. The Sophia Gray Show. (laughs) (sighs) Hello, listeners and kinky friends. Welcome to the Sophia Gray Show, where we discuss all things sex, kinks, and fetishes. From the sex stories to the latest trends in the erotic world, we talk taboo transparently. This podcast is brought to you by Sophia Gray, the largest used underwear marketplace. I'm Tracy Bust. And I'm Lacey Bloom. And today we are talking primal pre- primal blah, blah. We're today we're talking primal play. You can Ooh. keep that in there because you know what I mean. You don't have to edit that out, Lacey, because <laughs> that it's gonna be happening again of like primal play. Oh, it's gonna happen in my my episode that we're recording too. I, yeah. I don't know if people you know want an inside look at to how how the two of us record, but we usually record a couple episodes. At the same time, just because our schedules are like mm-hmm. bonkers, but yeah, I, I I'm definitely gonna have some uh some words. Yeah. There's gonna be some words in mine. Right, I got my pop screen up for all the primal playing. I'm gonna primal be talking about. Play. Yeah, so hopefully it won't be like too much of a hassle on anyone's ears. <laughs> Those heavy peas. <laughs> yeah, heavy peas. <laughs> that sounds like sexy too. Just like, it it's does. gonna be a it's heavy just, pee. We're just a little sex deprived. That's what it deprived. I, it, it might be. It might. It might. That might be the case. Well, yeah, that might be the case, guys. But solo play, I could talk about that all day. Summer is coming. Summer is coming. Yeah. And hopefully, we will be too. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. As I said, today we're talking primal play, um, which is a type of BDSM play that focuses on raw feelings and actions that are evoked by natural impulses and urges. So you know how like people refer like I you know I I, you know obviously this is just like I'm just researching this. This isn't anything that I've actually like actively have been like we're going to do primal play, but certainly I felt primal. But it's like kind of like when people are like, I'm going to, it's like my inner caveman. You know how people say that? Or it's like my inner caveman. And I feel like that maybe is what it means in terms of like primal play, where it's just like, it's about natural impulses. It's just like you're just really giving in to like aggression or however you're feeling like whether it's aggression silliness happiness like you're just like kind of like getting in touch with like the the raw sexual feelings in yourself Mm. and kind of putting aside any sort of like nicety norms you're just like getting like here's the thing you're getting in touch with your inner animal but i am that's what i was thinking was like the animal within yeah but it, this isn't animal play in terms of no. where people are, you know, take on the the ant like an animal pet. Um, it's like often like it's often like alpha, you know, versus beta, mm. I guess. Mm-hmm. But you're not like wolves, you know what I mean? Yeah, you're like, not necessarily. <laughs> it's more of like the 
the animal instincts yeah. as opposed to like the animal itself. Exactly. Yeah. And it's like, well, you can act like animals if that's your instinct, but oh, sure. it's like not like going from it, you're not starting from a place of like animal. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? Mm hmm. Um, so I feel like a lot of people think that, like, when you, like, ravage someone, which is, like, kind of what primal play is of just, like, it can be of, like, you're ravaging someone. And, like, I feel like when I think about that, I always think of, like, you know, like, you're just ripping someone's clothes off and you're fucking on the stairs and then, like, you know, just, like, because you have to get each other. It has to be, like up against the wall or the mm-hmm. stairs or the rough hardwood floor. It's got to be like a very rough, unplanned, you know, yeah. surface. Yeah. And so going with the term unplanned, um, which is like, I think maybe a misconception about primal play is that primal play doesn't necessarily have to be unplanned and it doesn't have sure. to be like meaningless. It can be like, you know, when you plan with your partners and you, you know, come up with your safe words, safe mm-hmm. gestures, it can be a form of like showing the affection you have for each other. It's not meaningless. People may experience this kind of emotional disconnect when you engage in primal play, but it doesn't have to be. Being when you are like connecting with your most primal self, it's also at your most vulnerable. And I think with that does come trust and connection with your partner. And it is a way, yeah, it's primal. Yeah, you know, you're not, you know, you can be like growling and ravaging, mm-hmm. but it is a way to show affection. Yeah, I mean, because you're letting you're letting somebody else experience you at this vulnerable state. I exactly. mean, when you think about just sort of like the act of dating, mm-hmm. <laughs> whatever that means, you mm-hmm. know, in 2021, it's, it, there's always sort of like this falseness of, yeah. you know, when you're getting to know somebody, like you don't, you don't show them all of the things you do behind closed doors mm-hmm. all at once, like, yeah. because then they know everything about you and that makes you super vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, this is, I think, a great vulnerable way to, you know, let loose um, mm-hmm. with some, a, a lot of trust. I think there's got to be a lot yeah. of trust involved mm-hmm. on both, b- both parties. Yeah. Cause I feel like a lot of people, maybe especially women, who am I to say, but just based on my own experience, when like, mm-hmm. when you do give into your primal instincts, like you're like, do I, am I going to be sexy? You know, like right. is this sound I make sexy is what I do with my body sexy. And it's kind of like this like fun way where when you give into your natural impulses, like that is sexy. Like yeah. you are like kind of like expanding what your brain thinks is sexy. And I think maybe could be wrong. But I think maybe (laughs) that could kind of be some of the hesitation for people in terms of, like, getting into the the role of what you will play when it comes to primal play. And I think it's also, like, so it is this way to kind of feel more confident in yourself, confident in your body, confident with your partner. It could be just an absolutely fascinating way to enjoy sex and connect. I mean, do you ever think about – maybe this is just something I think about, but – I I think about like how self-conscious we are about our bodies mm-hmm. and you know everything our hair what we look like what we smell like what mm-hmm. you know we're worried about like what we'll taste like with a partner and so 
I always think about, I'm like, God, you know, I know the lifespan probably wasn't great, but it was probably really chill to be a cave person. Sure. Like, just in terms of, like, these people are walking around, like, pretty much naked, you know, and... I, I, I think it was just sort of like love the one you're with yeah. sort of thing as and opposed yeah. to like I have to worry about what I look like for him on a day to day basis and what what the world thinks of me. No, it was mm-hmm. a much simpler time because they had real shit to worry yeah. about. Yeah, they had, you know, I don't know, Kevin, but they had to get avoid eating by dinosaurs or something. Yeah, so they're like, let's exactly. just like fuck and run. <laughs> but like, I mean, guys, we're, I'm not a scientist or a paleontologist. And I know dinosaurs <laughs> were around before people. I'm not a fucking idiot. But like, point being... When you think about, like, the caveman era and even, like, animals, like, there's no, like, church or whatever that's, like, slut-shaming women. There's no, no. like, there's no established, like, uh, 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 look of what a desirable person is. Right. Which is, like, kind of neat, you know, where, yeah. where it's, like, you're putting all of these, like, preconceived notions about sex, about looks aside. And, like, it sounds kind of hot. It just feels hot. It's true. It's one of those things I try not to think too hard about because then I'll be like, okay, well, where did that idea come from? Okay, Mm -hmm. why did they get to come up with this idea? Okay, but it's just, it'll take you down a spiral. So don't don't even think about it. Just think, hey, this is an opportunity for me to dive back into that caveman fantasy that Mm -hmm. I've longed yeah. to experience and leave it at that. Exactly. Or cave woman or cave person. Cave I mean, person. who knows? I, who's the who cave the being? Yeah. Um but however, it just involves caves. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like caves. It's just like a geared cave person. Bonus um, if you can find a cave to like uh, act out your Wouldn't that your be primal yeah, plan? I think that has like a lot to do with it. Like if someone was like had a like a full on cave, not like a cave dungeon, but I'm talking like rocks stalactites yeah. <laughs> stalagmites if there's anyone out there who like made an actual cave with that shit yes. i want to know about that because that sounds awesome with a four poster bed like okay yeah i still want to be You're... comfortable sure i get that but if you <laughs> but if for people who don't who are like you know what i'll fuck in a puddle that sounds great <laughs> puddle and stalactites yeah just like i need to know this i just need to know or just like you know being tied up to stalactites and stalagmites, whatever is in a cave. Like again, guys, I don't know cave. I like architecture. hearing you st- say stalactites. I know mites. it's pretty sexy. <laughs> stalactites. It's a whole new side of Tracy. Mites. I didn't know. <laughs> yeah, I just I want to connect with my inner cave person. Um, so even though like primal play feels like so like ambiguous and animalistic, and you're like it, you know that cave people didn't have like terms <laughs> back then of like dominant and you know submissive because they probably didn't have words yet i'm being an asshole towards all the cave people i'm sorry but whatever there <laughs> are not terms even here nowadays. to defend themselves i know like, that's, that's so unfair being, i am being so unfair to, to all the cave people out there that said for 
us <laughs> for society <laughs> there are terms um yeah. such as predator and prey which mm-hmm. is you know predator is the dom prey submissive um there's the term that also can be applied to a dom which is hunter which i think that's okay. like sexy i mean it's i don't like you know whatever like hunters in real life whatever but like hunter mm-hmm. in bed like it's like you're hunting for her like you know hunting for their you know pleasure oh i like that i thought you were looking for like some weird like vagina euphemism but i'm glad you went with pleasure yeah no i don't need euphemisms anymore (laughs) i'm trying very hard not to use euphemisms in life like you know what i mean like i feel like like it's this weird thing where i'm just like yeah, you're touching your labia. Yeah, you're touching her clitoris. Like, I don't need <laughs> like, to... let's just get to just, it. Let's just get to it. Like, it's a vulva. You know what I mean? Like, I don't... You know, it's like, what am I going to do? Call a, call a clit a, you know, what's it called? A devil's doorbell or whatever. Just, like, you're touching yeah. your clit. You know, like... Her, this her is, magic button. <laughs> yeah, like, this is a dick. These are balls. Like, you know what? Great. <laughs> or, you know what I mean? I just, like, am, like, sick of, like, my hoo-ha... I mean, say whatever you want. This is just, like, where I'm at right now in, like, my life of, like, I don't need, like... Like my hee hee or whatever you know what I mean. My like, hee hee, yeah. I'm never gonna be okay with that one. Yeah, like my little, you know, just like whatever. I, you know, but call it, call it, you know, use whatever you want. I'm just like talking about like <laughs> where I am in my life. Anyway, back to terms. I'm totally going on a tangent. Um, people who are into primal play also refer to themselves as a pack. Like nice you know, pack of wolves, pack of people. Um, and then there's also the term alpha, which is applied to dominant. And then there's also the term mate, which I feel like, you know, again, is like alpha and mate. That's like very primal stuff of like looking for your mate, you mm-hmm. know, being, yeah. being, you know, having someone dominate you being called an alpha. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and then other terms, there is pet, even though. Again, primal play isn't does isn't the equivalent to animal play. You can still sure. use the term pet. You can still use the term furry. Yeah, I mean mm-hmm. these are terms that we that we extend beyond primal play. It's it's sort of that whole idea of like um, it you know primal play could involve some pet play. However, not all pet play has to be primal play mm-hmm. and not all primal play has to be pet play. Right. So when someone is like, I am primal, it basically means they enjoy sex with little to no restraint, whatever that restraint is. Um, there you go. But even though you are giving into primal urges, you still need rules, like with any type of, you know, BDSM, with of any type of play. Safety first, y'all. Yeah. And primal play can also be, um, it's also a thing if you're into sadomasochism, whether you're into scratches, bruises, bright Mm. bites, cuts, like that kind of stuff. I think it does involve pain. Um, I mean, that makes sense to me. It could involve pain, you know, depending on how you, you know, how you define for yourself primal. Yeah, I mean, I guess when you think about, like, primal, just, like, the idea of, like, being primal in general, like, I I think, like, well, that's us at our our, our most um, feral basis, mm-hmm. you know, instincts. Like, and so to me, that would, in- that would 
means some sort of pain play for sure. Yeah. And I think the important word here is play. This is still play. So you do need to set your boundaries. If your partner is uncomfortable doing something, um, you don't do it. This takes a lot of listening. It takes planning beforehand. It takes safe Mm -hmm. words. It takes safe gestures. Consent is still very important, even if cave people don't know the word consent even if cave people didn't use (laughs) safe words or safe gestures we are not cave people yes this is the time where you know as much as I was like waxing poetic about how it would be a simpler time to be a cave person I am very grateful that we are not cave people for the very reason that we have a language that we have words and definitions and things to put a name to that we wouldn't have been able to at that time so you know it's 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 a fantasy I mean Mm -hmm. just as it is with um you know most kinks and fetishes that we discuss on the podcast it's something it's a safe way to live out what could potentially be a dangerous fantasy absolutely Um, yeah but you're doing it in a safe way with somebody who trusts you Cause like, absolutely. Cause I feel like when someone, like if you've never had this type of, done this type of play before and someone's like, I'm primal, it's all like, I totally get the hesitation and totally get the insecurity and totally get the fear of like hearing that for the first time. But, um, it's important with any type of play that you are comfortable, you Mm -hmm. say when you are feeling too vulnerable, you say when you don't like something, and if you are primal and you're a dom or you're trying to be a dom for the first time in terms of this play, it's like all about listening. Mm -hmm. You play cave people. You aren't (laughs) cave people (laughs) and you lose all the terms that we need to enjoy sex, which includes consent and condoms and lube, you know. Cave people probably didn't have lube. We do. Let's enjoy it. <laughs> How unfortunate. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure that cave people, you know, were fine, but you know. Lube makes everything better. We all it, know it. I mean, it's true. It's true. <laughs> when a person is a dom in a primal in a primal play scene, there is like there can be a power play ensuing. You can have the dominant sub submissive dynamic, or you don't have to. That's what's so like interesting about it is like, yeah, maybe a lot of people do use the dominant submissive kind of dynamic because it is very primal, mm-hmm. but you don't have to. Um so let's see. Um So as we were saying before in terms of like hearing, you know, hearing for the first time that like someone's primal and you feel a sense of fear, um, once you're in like a trusting relationship with your primal play partner, you feel very comfortable, you can incorporate fear because it is primal it's un, you know it, it's unhinged it's unpredictable and that can be yeah. a turn on for people but it is like beforehand you still need to like set your limits of like if there's something oh, yeah. that you legit don't enjoy but like you do like the feeling of fear it should be with something that like does make you comfortable um it, it's it's if you're turned on by the fight or flight mode, which a lot of people are, and yeah. um, you know, a lot of people who do primal play are, you still need to set your boundaries. I mean, just think about every 
every horror movie you've ever watched where they are in immediate danger, but they still take the time to fuck. And it's, I mean, it's, it's very much like we're afraid, you know, we we're we've been reduced down to like, we, we can't do anything else. So we Mm -hmm. might as well do this. Like it's, I mean, fear is a really, it's really scary, but it's really sexy. I think there's like a fine line between scary and sexy when it comes to fear. And just like thinking about that, having never done primal play before, like, I feel like it's an interesting thing to plan. Like, it's an interesting yeah. thing to, like, plan on someone's fear. So, yeah. like, with that, this kind of segues to, if you want to corp- incorporate this to your sex life, first thing you should <laughs> do is talk about it first. Like, what would be a fear? Like, for me, like, I really enjoy the fear of being blindfolded. And mm. I know, like, you're, like, blindfolded fear, what? But there is a fear there because you don't know what's going to happen next. And so, yeah. like, if you're, like, I enjoy being, being blindfolded but and these are the things I enjoy, these are the things I don't enjoy, that fear can be a turn on because you know with a trusting partner something you don't enjoy would never happen. Right, right. No, and I'm with you. I I hate being out of control. So like mm-hmm. that would probably be something where if I was with a partner that I really trusted, I would be willing to explore um, you know, something like that with them. I I also really love the fear of like being caught. Yeah. So yeah. I think mm-hmm. doing something not in public because sure. we also don't want to get arrested. <laughs> no, but that's not good. Yeah. You know, doing something, um creating some sense of fantasy of the idea of getting caught. Um, mm-hmm. I do I do think that would be that would also be a great way to play with that. Yeah. And I think another great way to kind of introduce yourself to this type of play is trying to be primal during solo play. And you're kind of like, oh, yeah. yeah, like, what is that? And it could be like pushing yourself a bit more, you know, giving into like what your body feels like doing, whether it is like groaning, screaming, scratching yourself, like doing, you know, like whatever it is. Because like we always talk about, like, for me personally, doing it solo first helps me kind yeah. of get into like, I agree. what I like. Like, it's just this way that I am. And there is so much solo play you can do. Um, and this is also, like, one of them. I like that idea. Um, and I, I'm with you. I mean, it's something we talk about on the podcast a lot is trying out, you know, specific fantasies or, you know, toys. Like, anything that you might be interested potentially in trying out with a partner, mm-hmm. but doing them by yourself first as a way of, you know, I mean, you've got the time, you've got the tools mm-hmm. like this. Why not try it out um, by yourself? So, yeah, this is one this is one where on instinct, I wouldn't think of it as as something to incorporate into solo play. But now that you've mentioned it, I am. I am intrigued. Something that might be um might be fun to do is record yourself. Yeah. Too. And just that's whether cool. it's audio or video and just sort of, you know, watch it or listen back or even share it with your partner. Mm-hmm. Like watch and listen with your partner. Yeah. Um, and see how they react to it. Um, because that would be a nice little taste of what what could come next. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I think I want to talk about toys for a second because obviously Katie Always. Bowl didn't have vibrators, but 
So it is like something to think about in terms of like, okay, I'm into this with this toy. I'm into this with that toy. I'm into whipping. I'm into vibrators. I'm into whatever. It's like, oh, how do you do that with just your hands or just your body? It is like this fun. Or, you know, if you are like, I want to use a vibrator but still be primal, that's, you know, fantastic as well. But it is like this fun challenge, you know, just given. That's exactly what it is, is it's a challenge. Like, of Mm -hmm. you you know, as much as we're like, hey, bring toys into the bedroom with your partner. Hey, mm-hmm. play with stuff you have laying around the kitchen with your partner. Yeah. Um, y- I, y'all know how much we love a good spatula, but mm-hmm. this is this is a great time of just sort of stripping everything back to mm-hmm. the point of it's you, it's me, go. Like, yeah. So, I, yeah, there's something challenging in a great way about Mm -hmm. that so again as we were talking about i mean people might be like okay well is is this dangerous is primal play dangerous like what if i let go and i go too far what if my partner lets go and they go too far Mm. and it's like i get that i 100 percent get that but again you know safe words safe gestures um yeah (laughs) i mean i don't think i don't think it'll be dangerous so long as you're, I mean, if you're planning it out and you're discussing things ahead of time, you're placing the danger in a controlled environment. Mm-hmm. You're saying, like, here are the ways we are going to control the danger. And, mm-hmm. of course, at any point, you can use a safe word. At any point, you can call it quits if something, even if it wasn't on your list of, you know, hard limits going into it. Like, mm-hmm. you you didn't realize that you you don't like scratching maybe it's Mm -hmm. too it's too much it's too painful or maybe you don't like scratching on a particular part of your body like that's fine there is no reason that just because you didn't mention that up front that you can't talk about it in the throes of passion there Mm -hmm. there is no reason to put your plate put yourself in a place of danger um yeah unsafe danger unplanned danger Absolutely. Yeah. Because like, I feel like overall, like there's this feeling with like with primal play, you are giving yourself into your urges, you're giving yourself into your passion. And when people think that they're like, well, like, then there's no rules. Then Mm -hmm. like, if I do have a safe word, if I do have a safe gesture, then that is like, me not giving into my passion a little bit and me not being primal but being primal is about being free and you feel free when you feel comfortable versus Mm -hmm. when you're like being an animal so like if you so in order to feel free you need the you know consent you need to feel safe you need your safe words um and then like that you will be you have freedom to be primal with those parameters does that make sense i'm making sense oh no so that makes sense. perfect yeah. sense. well and honestly we've been highlighting mostly more more aggressive like behaviors when it comes to primal play primal play is going to look different for everyone like, yeah maybe it is super rough and aggressive with biting and scratching maybe it's giggling and tickling and licking each other's bodies yeah I mean, mm-hmm. there is I don't think there's a wrong way to experience yeah. it so I don't think people need to automatically also assume that primal play is going to have to be 
rough. No, so, yeah. You know, it's it's whatever you're feeling, you know. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, I mean, guys, thank you for getting primal with us. <laughs> I'm really looking forward to trying this out. I'm looking forward to it. I am too. And as I'm still single and trapped inside, although an end is near, sure. you know, for that, um, this might be this might be something to add to my to my solo routine. I'm very interested. Wait, you know what? Even when you're by yourself, you gotta spice it up sometimes, oh, you know? Yeah. Oh mm. yeah. Yeah. Whether you're looking to buy or sell used panties, Sophia Gray has got you covered. If you want to earn some extra cash, you can set up your own shop in minutes and start selling your own used underwear. And they take no commission. You'll keep 100% of every single sale that you make. If you've got a kink for used panties and you're looking to buy your next pair, look no further. The whole process is completely anonymous. Sophia Gray will never share, store, or archive your personal information. The name Sophia Gray won't even appear on your bank receipt. So head on over to sophiagray.com to start selling or buying used panties now. If you're a fan of the podcast, we hope you'll subscribe on your favorite podcast streaming platform. You can also leave us a review on Apple Podcasts to let us know what you think. And while you're at it, feel free to share your feedback or questions by sending an email to podcast at sophiagray.com. Until next time, I'm Tracy Bust. And I'm Lacey Bloom. And we're here to say, let them be kinky. There is no kink shaming here.